Welcome to Sure and Steadfast, a podcast for women with practical and biblical encouragement for the everyday challenges we face as born-again believers. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I will be sharing my daily faith journey with you, the valleys, the victories, and everything in between. Welcome to Episode 6 of Sure and Steadfast. Today's episode will focus on finding joy and peace in the midst of chaos. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30 Chaos, uncertainty, disappointment, frustration. These are all things that a lot of us, sadly, have almost grown accustomed to, in a sense, this past year. With all the crazy and unbelievable things happening in the world around us, there are a lot of things that could cause stress, fear, anxiety, and worry. We are human, and as much as we try to be of heavenly minds, having any or all of these feelings is normal. Unexpected changes and impacts caused by the world's events can make a person feel helpless and out of control. I am occasionally an easily anxious person, so I have had some experience and and opportunity in learning how to battle against these feelings of worry and fear. As a Christian, I have learned that renewing my mind and heart with truth from God's word is the best weapon I have to combat the lies that Satan tells me to try and steal my peace and joy. As I mentioned struggling with anxiety, I have dealt with bouts of it induced by different events in the past and I knew what I needed to do in my spiritual life to combat this at the beginning of last year. So in March of 2020 when the world was starting to spiral into a realm of crazy, I had a very specific prayer. On a bit of a side note, I follow a lot of politics. I am part of groups that join for voice calls to debate and discuss many things within the USA and Canada. I have been part of some political panels representing young conservatives in Canada and the United States. And it is something that I really enjoy participating in. So with the current events and my knowledge of how I can sometimes react to certain things, I knew that before anything else, I needed to ground myself in Christ. And so I prayed a very specific and simple prayer in the beginning of March 2020. And it was that I would daily seek peace through Christ, that I would be wise in the information that I absorbed, that I would not allow it to consume me, and that at the end of the day, I would always remember that my peace in Christ was of utmost importance. And if that was disturbed because of information I was absorbing, that I would be very wise in dealing with that. God has been faithful. So faithful. I have not dealt with any overwhelming anxiety this past year. This is an answer to prayer and I give God all the glory for that. When I look around in today's world, I see a lot of fear. So many people are fearful. I think the saddest thing is that so many people that claim Christ as their own are fearful. In so many cases, there is no distinction 
between the church and those of the world. This is something that has really broken my heart over the past year. I just want to take a moment to say that it is never my intention to suggest that anxiety is something that we can just turn off. I recognize that it is a very real thing, and I just want to acknowledge that here. If you are someone that has or is dealing with anxiety, I know that it is real. I also am not suggesting that a child of God cannot experience anxiety. Anxiety is real, and there are many different factors to consider when dealing with it, and I just wanted to to say that here. Continuing on, we the church need to root ourselves in Christ and claim his peace over our lives. If you are struggling with fear and worry about what's going on or about something else that you're facing in life, I want to remind you that you have a choice in how to respond to these feelings. You get to choose whether you will allow fear to overwhelm and control you, or if you will guard your heart and renew your mind with God's truth in the midst of chaos and uncertainty. Meditate on the word. Renew your mind with truth from God to combat the lies from Satan that can paralyze you with fear. Our hope and peace aren't found in our jobs, our homes, our health, or our families. If we have a personal relationship with Christ, we know the true hope and peace can only be found in the presence of our Heavenly Father. And he will keep us in perfect peace when we keep our focus on him. 2 Timothy 1.7 is a verse that I have heard quoted so much in the last year. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When I find myself in times of worry or anxiety, I'm often reminded of the words of Moses that he spoke to the children of Israel when they questioned him on if he had taken them to die in the wilderness, right before they were about to cross the Red Sea. And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Exodus 14, 13 and 14. There are always a few phrases in those verses that speak to me. The first is when Moses tells the children of Israel to stand still. Standing still when we feel anxious or worried in the midst of a chaotic situation is hard to do. But it is so important. Moses says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. When we are at our wit's end and feel we have reached the end of the road, we can rest in knowing that God is making a way for us, like he did for the children of Israel. Moses goes on to say, The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. That right there, that is a promise from God's word. It gives me great comfort And it also motivates me to an attitude of joy. The Lord is fighting for us. Stand still. See that God is making a way. Let God move. It can feel like the enemy is surrounding us on all sides and that the walls are closing in on us. Stand still. 
find joy in knowing that God is moving right now. He has not left us. His arms are always reaching out to his children saying, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. When the waves seem higher than we can handle, stand still. Watch God calm the sea. Let him say the words, peace, be still. Allow him to fight for you so that you can hold your peace. I am deeply burdened when I see so many who claim the name of Christ, calling themselves believers of the word, but still living in fear. We have a wonderful account of Jesus calming a real storm in the Bible. The disciples and Jesus were on a boat and a great storm arose and the waves were high and the boat was starting to fill. Naturally, the disciples were frightened, but Jesus was asleep. They awoke Jesus in fear and after they awoke him, he said some things that I think we can apply to our lives when we feel overwhelmed or fearful. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Mark four thirty-eight to 41 Just as the disciples were fearful, we as believers can sometimes be fearful. Jesus is the same today as he was on that boat. He can say, peace, be still, to your storm. I find that his next words are words that we also need to apply to our lives. Jesus goes on to say, why are you so fearful? How is it you have no faith? I don't know about you, but those words can be difficult to read. If we truly believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, where is our faith when we are living in fear in the midst of uncertainty? When you claim the peace of God that he is offering to us, we can move forward in joy and peace in our lives. I have learned that practicing joy is not so much a reflection of how I feel, but more so the reflection of my Savior's consistent and faithful character. Our Savior does not change. In the midst of anxiety, worry, and fear, there is still praise to be lifted up because Jesus has brought victory. So even in the midst of hopelessness, his joy can bring clarity to see above the storm that we are surrounded by. Recognizing that our joy does not come from our circumstances, but rather from Jesus Christ, is something we need to practice daily. Now let me be the first to tell you that I fail miserably at this some days. Sometimes we can feel like the circumstances of our day merit a bad attitude. At the end of the day, no matter what my circumstances, one thing remains the same that God sent his Son to this world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Jesus died for me, and that always, always, always 
leaves room for joy on the worst of days? Is there room to feel sad and worried but still practice joy? I would say absolutely. As weird as it sounds, I would say that sometimes in my greatest valleys, I have been able to practice the most spiritual joy. As I mentioned in the episode where I delved into my journey of loneliness, when I was walking through the desert, I experienced much personal hardship. But I was also given so much joy in the journey. So I want to encourage you to remember the words of Moses. Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Trust Jesus. When you are in combat with the enemy and wrestling with anxiety, fear or worry, saturate yourself with the word of God. Cling to his promises. Let him calm your storm. Stand still and trust that he will fight for you as you remain faithful to him. Join me next week as we look into the infinite nature of God and an eye-opening lesson in condemnation that I learned several years ago. Until then, I hope you all have a wonderful Easter. Easter.